0: Nice to talk to you guys. We're out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's just Todd screwing around. Uh, We know how that goes. Uh, But we're here today with me, Todd, and Sooner, the usual crew. Don't mess around. We're ready to talk some MCP. Um, So we have the TTS Season 4 League, as you guys know. So we'll start this thing off with the usual and get a battle report from both Sooner and Todd.
1: Who wants to go first? Sooner, you go first.
2: Uh, I'll go first. So I played my fourth round game uh, a couple days ago, and uh, I lost to uh, Hellcannon, I think was his Discord name. Uh, It was a a very good game. Uh, Things didn't go very well for me in rounds three and four, specifically round four, uh, and lost a very close one, but uh, my opponent played uh played very well and was just a little unfortunate so now i have to win my next two games if i'm gonna make top cut
0: that's a position todd knows very well
1: i'm always there he's yeah.
0: always on, a, on always the. i i'm
1: always the bubble guy so <laughs> did you so this week we also got to make roster changes did you make any to your list sooner
2: i actually did i knew i was gonna play web warriors and I knew a couple more of the guys at the the top of the West were also playing Web Warriors. So uh, I did make a couple changes that would hopefully make my team a little better into Web Warriors. It didn't work uh, as I lost, but I don't think that was because of my roster choices. Um, So yeah, I did make a couple changes. I put Enchantress in and I took out Mystique. Uh, I don't think I really need the Mystique deception turn one play for Hired Muscle. Um, So I took that out. Um, That was my big change. I made a couple small changes other than that, but that was my big change.
1: So did you keep Hired Muscle in your list? I did, yep. Okay. So you just copied Todd's list? I. uh, Oh, no. He didn't copy my list.
0: No?
2: I just use Hired Muscle for when I play the Fisk. I have no extract play with Hired Muscle, which is all the, you know – all the hooting and hollering going on is for the extract play. But no, I just use it for uh, when I play Fisk, just to move w- one of the citizens. Do
1: you use it early on Fisk, or do you hold it and then like, try uh, I mean, and like, I steal it,
2: it? I use it only when I need it. So, yeah. I mean, usually, I, I mean, it's very hard playing against Criminal Syndicate. It's very hard to win. Uh, if you're the opponent, it's very hard to get those citizens turns one and two. So I'm usually using it at worst, you know, turn two, three, or four, usually.
1: Yeah, when they get a couple people stacked up, they feel like they've taken it for you, and you can just flip it to the other side of your character, and then they're out of range.
2: Exactly, yep.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly the way I use it, too, on Fisk um, with spiders. So, yeah, I, I think I, the, the fact that that card has so many flexible plays that it can be used for is just mind-blowing. Like, I mean, the, the more you use it...
2: I think that's the way the way that you know we're talking about using it on the fifth scenario. I think that is the way they intended it to be played. Right,
1: right. Uh, I agree.
2: So yeah,
0: yeah. We've uh, we streamed a game last season with Hell Cannon. I know he's a good player, so
2: yeah, um, he's a super it. nice guy. Um, I mean, I'm not going to get in the whole you know dice thing or anything like that. Things went
1: very. Why? The... <laughs> what happened with dice sooner?
2: Nothing. I mean, things went very. <laughs> Things went very well for him, especially rounds three and four, um, and he was super nice about it. I, I try, I, I did very good job not to get mad, but you could tell he was. He apologized like thirty times during the game. He was super, super nice guy, and he played really well. So it's not like you can, you know, it's yeah. not like he didn't deserve the win. So, so, so
1: he, he didn't I, just woodshed you. He uh... well, he did woodshed him in the last couple <laughs> rounds, but like 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 they were both really nice about it
2: the game came down to the very, very end. I mean, it came it, down to yeah. round four and, uh, it came down to a couple plays. Unfortunately, round four went horribly wrong with, for me. Uh, yeah. not that I, I made a bunch of mistakes or something. I just, unfortunately dice didn't go my way around four and it allowed him to get the win. But, uh, yeah, I had a couple of dice rolls where, um, If I really roll anything or block anything, then I I probably win the game. But, you know, that's how the game goes. And I didn't get it. And he capitalized and won the game.
1: And and based on our internal chat, I hear Crossbones is your new favorite character.
2: He was fucking awful, dude. So (laughs) this is no joke. Crossbones attacked five times in a row doing zero damage to my opponent. (laughs)
0: I uh, know, it's like you've been saying this for a year.
2: <laughs> and the to win the game, I win the game if Crossbones, I did an overpower attack, and if he hits a wild, I don't need to even damage. He just needs to hit a wild, and I will win the game. What does Crossbones do? Typical Crossbones faction, doesn't hit the wild, does no damage, and shits the bed like Crossbones always does.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can see why Merzane likes him so much.
2: Oh, yeah. He sucks. He, I mean, he, here's the thing. He's really not that bad. I'm just giving him a hard time because he kind of cost me the game. But um, he, he's good for Criminal Syndicate. Outside of Criminal Syndicate, I would never play him.
1: Yeah, I can see that for sure.
2: I mean, he, he is so incredibly slow. I mean, that's his biggest problem. If he wasn't so slow, he wouldn't be so bad. But he is so god awful slow.
0: Yeah, it is. sucks to do all that work to get him in a position where he needs to hit something, then whiff it. So he's
1: exhausted by the time he gets
0: <laughs> yeah. there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, crossbones didn't do very good, but it was a fun game, and I mean, you know, it, it went well. My opponent was great, and so yeah, that's about all you can you can uh, ask for.
1: How'd you do, Todd? Well, it's it's funny you should ask because as it stands right now, my record's the same as Sooners. Okay. So, um, good job. Yeah, so I, I pulled even with Sooner at this point.
2: Somebody should so, give Todd a cookie.
1: I mean, no, I don't, I don't need a cookie yet, man. I, I want to I make – my goal this season is to make top cut. Um,
0: yeah. well, is that the same on. top cut that Sooner
1: has made every season? <laughs> How many times have you made it?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we won't talk about it. We're, yeah, we're not talking about me here. We're You're, talking about
1: you. Oh, you want to let's, yeah, clearly. Let's yeah, change no. the subject.
2: Hey, man, this could be my first season not to make it. Now, if I lose the last two games, I won't make it. It's
1: a yeah. tough cut. It's a, oh, look, man. I, like, take nothing away from anybody that's playing. Like these guys in the in the top tier, all the way down through the X and two brackets, are good fucking players. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: no doubt. I mean, no doubt.
1: Like, I mean it's it's a thick league. I mean. And you're talking about guys that are coming from X-Wing, from Legion, from War Machine, some guys who've never picked up games like myself who are picking it up and playing it and trying to be competitive with these guys. Like, it's a thick league to walk through. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I'll give you a perfect example. The guy I played, Cannon, I played last season, um, and he was good. I think he went X-2 and two in, in the league last season, um, and he was very good. I played him in one of the later rounds. And uh, I was able to fortunately win, but he was playing Web Warriors then and he's playing Web Warriors now. And you can just kind of see the progression, you know, how much, you know, he's he's even better now than he was last season because he's just been hammering out this Web Warriors list.
1: Well, and that's kind of goes back to what we said about it originally. Like you could pick a faction and put the reps in in that faction and figure out the intricacies that you need to in that faction to make it good. Yeah. And to make it comfortable in any format. Because, um, like, even in our, our internal conversations, when we talk about affiliations, or like, I play spiders myself. Talk about where spiders shouldn't be good. And I'm like, I don't mind that objective. Like, like um, Merzane and them don't like uh, spiders on Fisk. Fisk is actually one of my uh, objectives I take. Um, yeah, I just I, wouldn't
2: I, want to play criminal syndicate into Fisk. But, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, granted, it, it it is matchup based, right? Um, but but like knowing those matchups and being able to pick those matchups and say I feel stronger here against this affiliation than X affiliation, like that's that's where the strength with the repetition comes in. Um, but to my game, um, I got to play um, a a guy who's pretty close, Ryan Janoway, um, out of North Carolina. Uh, he's a Evidently, he's an old-school Legion player, I think, as well. Ryan, if I fucked that up, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure you told me you played some Legion. Um, so I know he said he played some FFG games, so I'm assuming Legion and X-Wing, right? Um, and solid player, man. Uh, he was playing A-Force, and I've played some reps in the shop against A-Force, but I haven't played any, like, any of the guys on TTS that are playing it. And uh, so I was a little worried about that matchup, um, but I did. I got to play my Spiders under that, um, and I was able to take that one down. Um, I, I got an early lead on him. I had a few lucky dice as well. Um, I had, had some dice that came through pretty key in round two. Um, but uh, the topic that we're going to talk about tonight, like the turn one plays, the A4 scared the hell out of me, man, because mm-hmm. like you have to watch out for that drop-off play.
0: Yeah, and the sneaky power gen.
1: Yeah, and the power gen. Like, I didn't respect the power gen early, like round two, and then when I realized how much power had gone out, I was like, "Man, I am so glad we were on Fisk, and this board is split in half right now." <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, if we had been playing anything other than Fisk, I, my ass was grass. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so like, it felt like I picked the right the right objective there. Um. I kind of went on what I was expecting him to do. And that's why I picked Fisk. I got lucky enough. I had the option to, I won the uh, priority role. So I had the option to go with, um, extracts. And if I had gone with extracts, I was going to go with, um, the mutant, um, extract at 14 points to limit his board. Um, but I opted to go, um, with my secures because I had a 15 and a 16 in my, um, secures. And I knew I wanted to make sure I got him on low points. Because uh, in my extracts, I've got 14, 17, and 19. So if my 14 gets removed, I'm giving him 17 or 19 points, mm-hmm. which is Angela and She-Hulk. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not a fucking option. So, yeah.
0: Didn't want that smoke.
1: Yeah, didn't want it. Um, <laughs> and luckily, I was able to avoid it. Um, but, yeah, it was a hell of a game. He was a lot of fun. Like, I... We talked to him. I told him about the shop. Like he's hopefully one day, once all this pandemic is removed, he's going to take a trip up. Uh-oh. So
0: I'd like to see some more players in here. We've been talking to the North Carolina guys about some other stuff recently. So. Hell
1: yeah! So
0: well, good job, guys. Uh, sorry you took the L sooner, but you know it's inevitable. So hopefully you get this one out of the way, and then that's it. Suck it. <laughs> take it, Nathan.
2: Take it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You never know with this game, so.
1: No, no, I have I have 100% faith in you that I can talk trash, and you will still come back out of it shining like a bright, bright star, brother.
0: Just doesn't stick to
1: it. <laughs> it doesn't, man. It just everything just bounces just off. Me. It's like, I got this. <laughs> so this uh,
0: this week we got the final Inhumans releases. Um, we've been avoiding talking about it until we had the whole affiliation out to kind of gauge how strong that we think they are, um, and it seems like they're going to be pretty good. Um, we'll talk specifically about one Inhuman in particular at the, at the end of this, but I wanted to go through and kind of give you the highlights on the characters. I'm not going to read the whole cards out here, um, but I'll go over some of the key points. And then if you guys jump in, if you have a thought about something, just stop me and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but we're trying to get to the end of this list here. Cause we got some stuff to talk about with the, with the pooch. So the first character that we have is black bolt, uh, leader of the inhumans. Um, so just a couple key points on him. Um, He's uh, five threat, five health. He's got pretty good defenses, four, four, and two. Um, he's got um, what I think is the most important thing about the Inhumans, which is the Inhuman ability. Um, this character may reroll one die in its attack or defense rolls. That's a standard throughout all these characters. Um, that's going to be one of the things that makes them really good. Um, and their affiliation ability is during each of your turns, one allied character may spend one power at any time. If it does, choose an allied character within three of it. The chosen character gains one power. So they got some power movement between them. They got some dice re-rolls. They're all going to be strong. Um, Black Bolt seems solid. Uh, he's got a basic with a pierce. He's got a big attack as a spender. It's it's a four
1: range energy pierce. Yes, at five dice. That That's massive. Yeah. Um,
2: With the reversal in humans, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: like it's massive. I've loved that attack since
0: they give it to Killmonger. Right? Yeah, it's that's a, a solid builder. That it's it's one of those that are so good that unless you're trying to KO someone, you're probably not going to spend his power for his big attack
1: until you flip him. Until you flip him,
0: and then he gets a beam four at <laughs> nine dice for six power that also staggers on wild. <laughs> it also <laughs> destroys any terrain size two or smaller that the measurement stick overlaps and gives stun. Said... Yes. And it automatically gives stun. So that's going to be pretty nuts. It's like uh, Iron Man's beam on steroids. You,
1: you know, I'm so glad they didn't give that to Cyclops.
0: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> but Cyclops has hey, a... got a hell of a beam, man.
1: It ain't that good though.
2: No, it's not, but that's six power.
1: I'd rather have that one than Cyclops.
0: (laughs) Black Bolt's like the only uh, Inhuman I really liked. Um, So I'm glad they made him super strong. And I like the name of his big beams just called Whisper. Like that's just a little, that's a little taste. He didn't even, he didn't even raise his voice. Yeah. And he's going to screw you up and your whole team up. It's not
1: not even room volume. No. You got to listen for it.
2: Yeah, I think he's good. I mean, I, I think he's probably middle of the road, five threat character. I think he excels in damage dealing. Um, he's going to be really good at that. I'm not a huge fan of their leadership ability, so it's basically advanced R and D. So it's certainly not bad, and some people like that. I'm not an enormous fan of it, but the guy does a lot of a lot of damage. You want to get him on his flip side, and uh, because he comes much more powerful on his flip side, he does yeah. have uh, defense. He has very good defense because. Uh, he can pay two power and I believe add two dice. And then you add the inhuman reroll roll uh, So he's got, Christ, yes. he's got really good defense and nine stamina on his flip side. So he's very powerful. I think the things that, you know, he only has two mystic defense. So he's going to be me- mi- uh, weak to mystic and he has no way to move characters. Um, right. And we'll talk about, you know, there are other inhumans that can do this in abundance, but that is a weakness for a five threat character.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I, I agree uh now i'm i'm a little bit more of a fan of the leadership than you because i think that his builder attack gives him the ability to fuel his team mm-hmm. really really well um and that's what i mean i feel like that's kind of thematic for him where he's just trying to make everybody else better
2: well not if you're um, uh not if you're trying to use uh whisper because you're gonna need all that power for whisper
1: uh, like so that's <laughs> the thing right like I feel like his base attack is more in line with Thor's base attack. Like when you play Thor, you're generally taking him for the base attack
2: Oh, absolutely. Um,
1: and his throw. Right. And, and I feel like, I feel like black bolts very similar. Like you're taking him for that. And if it, if you get to that, Oh shit moment, I need something big to happen. He's got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I feel like you're probably going to just be using that range for five die pierce with a reroll, uh, and just, Trying to help use that to build your team most of the time.
2: Yeah, it's a good, um, it's a good, he's a good damage dealer, no doubt about it.
1: For sure.
0: I tend to favor those ranged, heavy, big brawler
1: characters. Yeah. So. I mean, he's got it in spades. Like, yeah. he's got it. Um, but, I, but I agree with Sooner. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure where he is. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's like phenomenal, uh, but I, I think he's better than average. Mm hmm um i i just i don't know where i put him
2: i was just gonna say i mean we reading these cards you never know i mean once you get them on the table and see all the combos and stuff you can do then you really see but yeah i mean i think he's got potential which is good
1: yeah i think the other thing to point out about the inhumans that we don't have to say for everybody is that they're also all amusing to poison yeah um which i which i think is relevant um especially with the new objective that they got coming mm-hmm. um So I I think that's actually pretty cool as well. Um, But who's the next one, Chris?
0: Uh, The next one's Medusa. Uh, So she is four threat, six health, three, three, and three on the defense. Uh, Standard, pretty solid, pretty good health. Um, Her basic is pretty interesting. She's got a three range, five die attack. Um, Does a bunch of stuff. So she gains power off it. Um, If it deals damage, it will uh, push characters under size three short. And it also has a flurry on it. So you hit a wild, you get to make the attack again. Um, she also has a area attack with seven dice. It also costs six. Um, if uh, the target character is size three or less place the target character within one of this character. So she pulls you to her uh, also causes bleed on wilds. Uh, she's got a size three throw um, for terrain or in an- characters, enemy characters.
2: Yeah. Uh, or terrain, right?
0: No, just characters.
2: Interesting. Yeah, just characters.
0: Um, She's also got an ability that costs two that says she can either pull an allied character from within two and place it within one of her, or she can place herself within one of an ally that is within two of her. So a little bit of movement hijinks. She's doing some weird hair stuff. Yes. She's whipping her hair around. (laughs) Um, And she uh, makes it so that enemy characters cannot place movement tools overlapping her base. They also can't reroll or change attack dice when targeting her.
1: So she's got that angel attack.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she doesn't really change on the flip side. She's got the immunity to poison and the inhuman ability, which we already talked about. Um, she's interesting. Flurry's good.
1: I think Flurry's always good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think she's actually really good. I mean, she she's in that four threat slot, which is we all know a very tough slot to yeah. be in. Um, but I think for a four threat, uh, I think she's very good. I mean, the fact that she can move characters—what three, four, five, five characters yeah. a turn—I um, mean, that's that's just insane. Now, obviously, that's going to be really hard to do, but she can consistently move. Multiple characters, enemy and allied characters, a turn, which is extremely powerful in MCP.
1: Yeah, she's really good. She's pretty good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I think that's one of the. Uh, like this kind of goes with Black Bolt. So far, what we're seeing within humans is, I mean, they have some of the best builder attacks in the game. I mean, this is a un- very good builder attack. Very, very good.
1: So who's next on the list, Next on the list is Crystal. So she's
0: a five health, three threat, long mover, three, three, and three on the defenses. She has a bunch of attacks. Um, She's messing with the elements. So she has a lot of status effects, a lot of different attacks. We'll go through real quick. So she has an area one five die builder that applies stun with a wild. She's got a four range four die attack that doesn't cost anything. After the attack is resolved, she gains one and on a wild, it will push size two or less short. She's got a four-range, four-die energy attack that gains one power after it's resolved and if you hit a wild, it slows. And then she has a beam three four-die that costs zero, gains a power, and if it hits a wild, it incinerates. So she doesn't have any powers that cost energy or, or any attacks that cost power, but they all have a wild trigger on them that either does a status effect or pushes.
1: Yeah, And they're all four die, right? Uh, the builder is five. No, five. Okay. Yeah, the builder,
2: builder is five. And yeah.
0: that's
1: an area one. And they, But the other ones are four die, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, I mean, her big thing is the superpower. She can pay four power, and then she can do another attack. Yeah. So she, she has three. She can do three attacks a turn. Uh, the attack that she does from that superpower has to be an attack. She has not done that turn yet um so that limits it a little bit but uh she can get uh, three attacks that's important because she really has absolutely nothing to spend her power on yeah uh, other than that so it, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is literally it
2: other than if you, you you talked about black bolt feeding other people it'll probably be more crystal feeding people yeah um, if, if she has power yeah
0: um, she also has a infinite ability that enemy characters that perform a shake action while within three of her cannot remove, incinerate, slow, or stun. So if she's next to somebody attacking them and she gets one of her wild triggers and puts a debuff on you, it's staying there until you get away from her.
1: I really like that.
0: I think that's pretty interesting because right now status effects aren't the end all, right? Like a lot of times you're kind of just dealing with it or if you have an opportunity to shake it, you'll shake it. She says you can't do it. You're going to stand there and take your one less defense dice. You're going to stand there and and remain stunned or slowed. So I I think that's pretty interesting.
1: When when I first saw her, my first thought with her was putting her straight into spiders. Um, Because of all webbed up. Um, And the fact that if she's in range, the same range that all webbed up applies, um, she can keep them, any character from shaking that unless they move out first. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's massive. Um, but like, then I saw Lockjaw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're going to go over his card real carefully and I'm not going to miss any details because Lockjaw is a pretty important piece of this. Yeah. Like so far the affiliation has felt okay.
2: I yeah. think, yeah. So I think crystal is, uh, she's, I think she's fine. I think she's fun. She's fun on the table. I think she's going to have games where she is great and does a ton of damage. I think she's going to have games where the dice don't roll great. And, uh, She's pretty meh uh meh. But I will say this about so far we've done three characters and basically all three the the kind of almost main uh adjective for them is damage dealing. I think yeah. they're basically what Inhumans is shaping up to be is Guardians of Galaxy two except it's not gonna be a bunch of characters, it's going to be a few characters who do this.
1: I, I think it feels closer to the cabal.
2: Yeah, or Cabal. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, comparison there.
1: Yeah, because what where Cabal gets the extra power gain, these get the power movement. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like it's closer to Cabal, um, but like I, I get what you're putting down. You know what I mean? Like it, it, that that absolutely makes sense, and I, I think there's going to be a niche for them to feel. I, I the problem I have is like Medusa's great and Black Bolt's great. I don't feel like crystals on the same level as them at all, and she feels more like a filler piece mm-hmm. in a lot of different spots, more than a piece that fits really, really well with them.
0: I don't even know that she feels like a filler. Like at a three, there's a lot of threes. There's, yeah, there's
1: a lot of threes. And I don't know personally.
2: She- I think she's probably better. I-, I think she has very limited. Uh, she's going to be splashed very limited you might take her in humans i think her best spot is a force um, i, can see I that. don't know i don't know how much we we really emphasize this but she has flight and yeah. she is a long mover and yep. she's only three threat yep so she can drop off she hulk and they she, you know she hulk always likes having somebody who can sit back there and tag people with incinerate and slow yep. uh these things she she synergizes with all these things um and you know say on infinity or something like that crystal can sit on the back uh, objective so i think she's probably going to be best in a force but i think she uh you know has her place in inhumans i don't think you'll see her much outside of that
1: yeah i can i 100 percent agree that probably her best fit is a force right now and the
0: inhuman ability the re-roll just makes her a little more valuable as a splash piece. Yeah. And you can say that for all of them, really. But I don't see splashing a five or a four threat as much as a three. No. Yeah.
2: I mean, the inhuman ability is hands down by far their best uh, trait of all of them. I mean, that's, that's such an unbelievable passive ability. And it, it really, I mean, that sets them apart, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, now we're getting into the one that, it is my favorite.
0: Yeah, we'll get into the busted one now. So we have their best friend, canine Lockjaw. Uh, Lockjaw is three threat. He has six health. He's a short mover. And he's a size three, but he is on a medium base. He's three, three, and three on his defenses. He's relatively sturdy. Got a good health pool. He only has one attack. It is a four die, two range bite that is a damage or is a power builder, and it also applies bleed on a wild. Busted. Where we start to get crazy are his abilities, and he's got six of them. So his first one is called Drop It. It's a three power. Uh, choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less within two and throw it medium. He has interdimensional bloodhound. Costs three power. Choose an enemy character. Allied characters roll one additional attack die when targeting the chosen character with attacks this round. It's pretty huge. Uh, he has Teleport which is a two power. It is cost an action. Choose this character or another allied character within three of it and place it within three of its current position. A character can only be placed by the superpower once per turn. He also has the inhuman ability. He has one more ability called who's a good boy. At the start of each of this character's activations, if there is another allied character within two of this character, this character gains three power. There's a lot going on there. Um, so he's going to start every turn for the most part, I would imagine, especially with the help of a medium base, gaining four power. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff can you do with teleport?
1: I (laughs) mean, well, let's start with the obvious. Um, for me, Chris, you're at my shop fairly regularly. Yes. Um, I have two critters that run around my shop fairly regularly Mm -hmm. and, and they are both English bulldogs. Yes. Um, so like this this is an auto include in any list I make.
0: <laughs> you even play with a playmat of Baby Jabba the I do.
1: <laughs> I, I even have I even had a playmat made with Baby Jabba. So Jabba is our two year old Bulldog and Chewie is our three year old. So he's
0: uh, Lockjaw's already in your wheelhouse, is what you're
1: saying. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter if he pooped on the carpet, <laughs> I'm playing this character. But those abilities are off the chain good. Um, the teleport is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, the the three extra power at the start of his activation is insane. Um, I, I'm glad they made it at the start of his activation, because if they made it at the start of the turn, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Um, like They did a good job balancing this. Um, and the fact that they made his teleport take an action... Um, but man, he is so good. Yeah. You figure he's starting with four
0: power at the start of his turn, he gets to teleport twice or teleport and do something else.
1: It's pretty impactful. Yeah. I I mean, and I mean, sooner, what do you think of this guy?
2: Yeah. I I mean, I think he's really good. I think that the problem that I have with the card is I don't think the card is necessarily overpowered or anything like that. Uh, this is basically just going into the way the, and I know we're going to talk about this a little later, but it's just going and feeding more and more into, I guess the way this game is now to be played and that's turn one plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, this guy enables turn one plays enormously. Yes. Um, and I mean, outside of that, <laughs> I don't, I mean, the teleport is extremely strong. The pay and the three power for additional die is strong. He's hard to kill. Um, but, uh, you know, outside of the enabling the turn one plays, I think he's fine. But I don't think it's good. I don't know. I, I just, I don't love it. I don't love how he can teleport two people turn one.
0: Yes. Well, and it should that's, be mentioned that's that. Brutal. A lot of these types of abilities restrict you from moving characters that have objective tokens, and this does not. Yeah, this yeah.
2: does not. I I don't like it. I mean, I, I think AMG has to be really careful with movement. We've seen this in the past, and this is a really powerful movement. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it cost an action, which is, is good. If they made it not cost, cost an action, it would be awful. But uh, they made it cost an action, so they tried to to balance it and we'll see it might be fine but i don't like what it's doing turn one
1: do you do you think if that move was a range two um that it would be less impactful i don't think it matters no, honestly
2: i do I, well so it would it would not matter as much turn one but the rest of the game it would matter a lot if it was absolutely yeah. Well, and uh, the other because thing you could play, if you were playing into, say, Inhumans or someone who you thought was playing Lockjaw, you could pick like Infinity or you could pick a D scenario. And, and if it's range two, he's not going to be, you know, teleporting a lot of people outside of turn one. But right. you, you play him into Gamma or Demons, he's going to be teleporting people all day long.
1: Right. And, and the other thing is, like, turn one, he's always going to have four power to teleport two people.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Um, Because and if he doesn't have four power to teleport two people, you you messed up up
2: really bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um.
1: So yeah, like that. That's just a that's a that's a you thing, and you need to work on that. (laughs) Um. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I want to play him because, like I said, I got a soft spot for bulldogs, man. And 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 like, I want to play him, but at the same time, I, I do realize how how much he enables um the the hit the hired muscle plays and that kind of stuff those things are just going to get so much more brutal the, uh, it, it's scary the things he can do and like we sat here in the shop for 20 minutes and we're like hey does he make uh, a Nerves herbs complete turn one yep he sure does oh mm-hmm. okay good um glad we figured that out yeah because we need more of those yeah um, we need more turn one plays
0: yeah uh and that's that's kind of a perennial contender for uh can i break something oh let's try it on what kind of herbs and yeah it works so it checks that box which means all of the other turn one plays can be completed by him even easier yes um because if he can do that he could do all the other stuff too
1: yeah
2: and not only the turn one plays of like hired muscle and things like that but just the look at like extracts or of like hammers, where you have to go to the middle of the board to pick up and extract. Yeah. Or meet deadly meteors, where you got to get in the middle. I mean, now Lockjaw's going to send somebody who's going to double attack every single time. Yep. Uh, it's just stuff we have never really seen in this game before now. Right. Um. And you know, I guess we just get with the times and get used to it, and that's all we can do.
1: Well, and and I, I agree. Right. Like like this is one of those things like us going forward in like in the TTS leagues and these tournaments and stuff online, because I mean, that's honestly like that's what we got right now. Right. Like we're in a pandemic. Th- this is our testing pool. This is where we get to see what we can do. And like these are the things we have to look out for. Um, And, and the fact that like like I said, like within 20 minutes of just looking at it, he was able to complete one of the one of the hardest objectives in the game to complete turn one, especially now that drop off was was removed. Mm-hmm. Um, like once drop off was removed, it was really tough to complete that objective turn one. And I was like, holy shit, that there it is, it's right there. Um, I mean, and he's he's going to be such an enabler.
0: Oh, and yeah. he he's he's in that support only character territory, kind of like Wong. But there's one other piece I want to talk about, which is a tactics card that came with him that kind of even puts him more over the top.
2: Well, hold on, Chris. I mean, so obviously Wong is a two threat and Lockjaw is a three threat, but he is not even remotely in the only just a support compared to Wong. This guy has has a four dice attack, which isn't great, but he has inhuman. So that's technically a five dice attack on a wild gives bleed. So, I mean, that's not nothing. So if you try to go up and attack this guy and it fails, he can certainly, no pun intended, bite you back. Yeah. Uh, but the second thing is, is Juan. I mean, he dies to a stiff breeze. This guy is tough, man. This <laughs> yeah. guy does. Mm-hmm. This guy is not going to be killed very easily. So. Um, he's certainly, I mean, obviously he's a one threat difference, so you would expect him to be better, but he's, you know, worlds away from where Wong is.
1: I, I agree. And and the other thing that I look at him with is spiders. Um, uh, spiders like to go wide and having, that's a, a shocker.
2: Point.
1: Yeah. Well, you think, well, and, and spiders like to go wide and they like to be able to interact with your characters and be able to keep you off points and and disrupt your board state. But now you have a counterpiece into that. Um, because since he's three points, it allows you to go wider um, without giving up a whole lot of points and gives you counterplay into position control lists. Um, especially if you don't have priority, so you know you're going to be able to reserve that last activation, you can save him and correct multiple people's, like, mispositioning right Mm -hmm. um and and that's that's massive on top of what he can do to set you up turn one
0: yeah that's a really good point that you guys made because i was thinking of it more in terms of single attack whole bunch powers yeah but he's clearly much better than that
1: oh yeah absolutely like like he he starts off early in the game giving you board state and positioning and then he finishes late game going late and correcting issues other people have made for you and like that,
2: scoring points. I yeah, mean, and
1: scoring points. He can score points. Yeah. I, that was one of the things we had talked about internally too. That I said I was like, you know what? If he can't score points, he's probably not as good as we think he is. But the fact that he can score points, Jesus Christ, he's good, man.
2: He's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's good. I mean, there's a couple of affiliations that want him for sure. But well, tell us about his tactics card because that makes him even better.
0: Yes, I think this makes him even better. It's called Last Minute Save. It's unaffiliated and reactive, so you can use this with him wherever he ends up. In spiders. <laughs> it says when an allied character within three of an allied Lockjaw would be KO'd.
1: I'm going to say Miles.
0: Lockjaw <laughs> may spend three to play this card. The allied character removes one damage, is not KO'd, and is placed within one of Lockjaw.
1: I'm really sorry. Good. I. I, I I know that it can only be used on a character that's going to be KO'd. Mm-hmm. I think this card is amazing. So
0: it's, really, it's good, yeah. The first thought that we had, because I play the bomb list pretty consistently, is does that save someone from all-you-got ko
1: Um. Yeah, that's a good question.
0: So it says it removes yeah. the damage and they're not KO'd. So if you're going from dazed to being KO'd, you would just be full health dazed.
1: Is that right? No, you would be... Yeah, you would come back at full health. I mean, Sooner, what's your what's your opinion on that? But this was an internal question that we had, where you could go, Doom Prophecy, all you got. Uh, all right, my character's KO'd. Play this card. Hey, guess what? He's not, and he's back at full health.
2: Yeah, I think that would work, but he would still be Doom Prophecy, so he'd still roll no attack dice or defense dice. I feel
0: like I'm okay with that. So if you're bombing with that character, ideally everyone around them is dead. <laughs> So, True. yeah, <laughs> that's probably not too bad. Yeah, but it, it also pretty busted.
2: <laughs> yeah, it works with all of. I think it works with like all of those cards.
1: Yeah, um, the, like the fact that it works with all you got in that manner. Yeah, well, and, and
2: so
0: that makes the card even more playable without the Doom Prophecy, too.
1: Right. Like I'm I'm looking at it without Doom Prophecy, but I'm mm. looking at it with all you got. On the flip side, yeah, just all it, you've got. It, like, character. that's, that's pretty gross, right? You know what? I'm going to go four times with this character kill. No, I'm not. He's good.
0: No, he's fine. And now he's over Ooh. here. Right
1: now. Now he's <laughs> over here out of range. He's then decimated your board state and we put him over here now.
0: Right. I, I killed the key character. Now I get to go away. I'm, I'm going to
1: go over ahead. here and sit on this point.
0: I'm done here. Here's the
1: activation. Tip. Yeah, you can go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just reading that all you've got card. And I mean, it says if they are injured, then they are KO'd. You would then play last minute save and they would not be KO'd anymore and they would be placed within one and remove a damage. So that however much, you know, life they have left, they would have. Right. I mean,
1: I think that, now, now obviously these are niche situations. This is probably not something that you're going to build a strategy around, right? No. But these are things that enable.
0: If, if the card is already in consideration for going in your roster, like all you've got. Yeah. Then this probably becomes something that you're going to look at
1: if you're running lockjaw. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and I'll tell you, like, I mean, just if we look at just in humans in general as an affiliation, I mean, they're very likely you're going to want all you've got because they're damage dealing affiliation.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
2: I mean, this is fantastic to go with uh, in humans.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty gross.
0: Seems like it could be good. Uh, I mean, just saving but, somebody from KO because that's usually it.
1: I mean, I'm just thinking about Miles and how bad he rolls defense dice for me. And I'm like, Miles is dead. Oh, wait, no, he's not. I ma- Miles made it one time. And it <laughs> I only mean, what you me do is
2: card. what you do is Black Bolt on his flip side th- does a whisper, kills a couple people. Then you, since you use his range four builder on a target, you, you know you can do a lot of damage to, get some more power, all Whoa. you've got, and then do another whisper and uh, do another builder. <laughs> Kill the entire board. With, yeah, you might as well just
0: this no matter the
1: cost for the... Uh, you might as well. <laughs> for the, <laughs> no, just do it. Because you're going to
2: come back anyway.
1: Yeah. That's right.
2: This that's is, right. This is perfect.
1: I mean, like, the things that... Between him and this card, I feel like there's so many plays that get enabled that, like, were not even considerations before. Um, and, yeah. and that's why I'm so impressed with him and, and that card. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I, I feel like and maybe I'm overstating this, but like I've said these kind of things before, and i' I've, I've, I've missed on a couple, but I've been right on a couple too. Um, but I think this guy is busted. He seems very good.
2: Yeah, I, I think we'll wait and see. I, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I'm not <laughs> The fact that you're not
1: a fan of it makes me feel like I'm right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I just am not a fan of the enabling of the the turn one plays, but uh, I mean, I think he's fine outside of that. But obviously, that is an enormous, enormous part of the game right now. So I would tend to have to agree with you. And I hope I'm wrong that he is not busted.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for the same thing. I, I think the top ta- <laughs> tends to look at things from the position of how can this get me a win? And you're kind of looking at it like, well, does it ruin the health of the game? So
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, that's certainly what I'm looking at it.
0: And, and this leads into a point that I wanted to make um, that we could talk about for a little bit here. And that is turn one plays in general. Like we talked about it a lot right now and how uh, different characters and cards enable these turn one. You know, objective snatching plays that put your opponent on the back foot really bad or just kind of put them in a position where they can't even come back to win a game. Um, and what I was looking at was we have 165 players in the TTS Season 4 League. 87 of those players are running hired muscle. So just under half the league is running a turn one play. We have another 15 players who are also running the Pentagrams of Ferala, which is the other big turn one play. It's usually using Defenders with Hulk and um, trying to snatch up cube fragments. And then five Degenerates who are running both, which is totally unnecessary. So over half the league are running turn one plays. And then we get a character like Lockjaw. Is this how MCP is going to be played from now on competitively?
2: yeah i mean i'll take it first i mean i've been playing i started playing this game i think in january or february of last year about two or three months after it released and uh, so i've been playing it for about a year and it's certainly a different game today than it was six or nine months ago um there's it's it's different list building and it's still a fantastic game i mean when i say it's a little bit of different game that doesn't it's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing uh, it's just a little bit different um you have to account for a lot more uh turn one plays where previously it was you just lined up and you played and you out positioned and, and all these things and tried to get good matchups um I think this is obviously where they're going with the game now. I mean, it's not one thing or two things now. It's three, four, five, six things now that have enabled turn one plays. They brought back, uh, you know, special delivery with She-Hulk. Um, I think it's the, the way the game is going. I don't love it for the game personally. Um, I think the reason I don't love it is because I think it causes games, like you said, where the game is over before it even started. And that's just no game wants that. Um, now, I think that's mostly the competitive game. I think the casual game, you're not going to see that as much because you're not going to, unless you're a big asshole like Todd and, you you know, pulling these to noobs. What uh, the fuck, man? You're, uh, you're not going to see it. But uh, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I was listening to uh, Strike Better the other day and I know Morgan... Uh, commented that uh, he would love to have Will gone because he kind of said the same thing, you know, the game is going to these turn one plays and he'd love to see and ask Will Pagani, who's the lead developer, if, if, if that is in fact their intent. Uh, I, I think that uh, we just at this point have to accept that it is the intent and we have to just move forward with that's kind of how the game is now and be ready for as much as we can. Of the turn one plays.
1: I'll go a step farther. Um, I, I don't think there's any question of intent. Yeah. Um, like, at, at this point, there can't be. Um, I, I feel like this is the design space they want to play in. Um, and I, I don't think this game is entirely designed for competitive. Um, I agree. Uh, this, this game is absolutely designed for casual play, and, and they're looking at these cards from more of the casual play aspect than the competitive. So, so what happens is you have degenerates like all of us, you included, Sooner, who look at these and say, this is a busted turn one play. Uh, and, and, we're tr- and we are actively trying to find these plays. Um, because every time something comes out, the first thing we want to look at it, do is look at it and figure out how can I make this busted? Like how, how can I make this really good and competitive? How does this bring my game to the next level to get over top of somebody else? Uh, and and that's what we're trying to do. I, unlike some people, um, I'm fine with it personally. If this, if this is where we're going and this is where we're at, let's do it, man. Let's do it all the way. Because I'm fine playing in that sandbox of how do I get around this? How, wh- what's the strategy to break it out and, and to get huh. around it? Um, and, and, and that's the thing, right? So, like, you'll have some competitive folks who, who come from other games that are more, um, yourself included, you know, like, you guys, you guys are more focused on the, the strategy and the positioning base, where some people who come in outside from games like myself, like card games and stuff, look at things in a linear fashion and try and figure out that streamlined mentality of how do I get from A to B and get there before them? Uh, and what's my fastest line there? Uh, and then on the counter side of that is if somebody does it to me, how do I beat it? Um, and that's and a I tricky agree with, line.
2: Yeah, and I agree with you. I mean, if that's the way they're going, I, I think I was... Uh, very hesitant at first and and to be honest I wasn't happy at all at first but I I've kind of you know changed my tune and if that is the way then yeah everybody will just adjust and all adjust and and that's the way the game will be played I think the reason I feel that way is because you know I was so involved in the competitive game 6 and 9 months ago and it was yeah. such a pure a pure balance and not that this is unbalanced, but a pure balanced game. And and this has just put another fork in the, in the road. Yeah. And I think, so I think, you know, I'm just kind of like an old man who's like, oh, I, I don't want my game changed. Um, <laughs> but, but if that's where the way they're going, sure. I mean, and like you said, now that so many people can do it there now, you know, you can counter a turn one play with a turn one play with a turn one play. So right. It kind of counters it out by having a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, and and that I think that's that's the sandbox I want to play in. How does my turn one play get around your turn one play and still execute my plan effectively? Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and and that's a tricky game. Uh, like and and that, and you can whiff hard on that game because if you you put this much thought into your turn zero setup, and I see this in your roster, and I'm trying to plan my counter strategy. And I line up with my counter strategy, and then you go into your ten, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck this guy all up because I'm not even taking that.
2: Yeah. And now,
1: now I built my roster with a counter strategy to what I expected you to bring. Now I'm screwed, right? It's a
2: mind games, yeah,
1: yeah. So like, it, it still comes down to turn zero des- decisions. You still like if you're bringing that in there, your best option at this point is to have counterplays to counterplays, um, which which is insane. Um, and, and it puts so much more emphasis on that turn zero and that turn one execution. Um, I mean, I, I'm fine with it personally. I, I'm good, man.
0: That's kind of what we liked about the game, right? That the turn zero was so important.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, look, this is a fantastic game. I know, you know, there's a... A lot of aspect. people are going to complain about anything about there's no perfect miniatures game. So there's always going to be something people are going to complain about. Uh, we're all, you know, nerds playing with toy soldiers. So, I mean, come on, we're going to complain about shit. I mean, so it is what it is. We just move forward, man. And I, this is a fantastic game. So, you know, we just go forward with it. And, you know, that's the way the game's going. So well, let me bring it on. on.
0: Let me put on my tinfoil hat for a second. I'm going to get real crazy with you. Is this an intentional design choice from AMG saying, we want to take the emphasis off of competitive play by making it broken or degenerate or whatever, and hopefully people will then gravitate towards the sort of carefree, casual environment that we want for this game?
2: No, I don't think so. Yeah. Is it
0: them designing in just like a free space and it's like if they die, they die.
1: I, I in my conversations that I've had with people around this game, I think it's exactly that. I think it's a carefree, like Man, it's superheroes doing superhero stuff, exactly. and somebody's going to get punched in the face. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with a competitive game versus a. I think that they want to build a dynamic game with superheroes doing cool ass shit on the table, and that's all they care about.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. and 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 not not like we're talking all this stuff about is this degenerate and is this turn one place broken and everything else, but it has to be kept in focus that they have done a hell of a job designing this game and these characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thematically and and playwise, and even oh, yeah. competitively. We're still here doing a podcast about the competitive aspects of this game even with all these plays and trying to figure out how to make that even better. So is it
0: more of a testament to the strength of the design of the game that only half of the players in the TTS League have taken these cards? Or is it just... Those people just want to play whatever they want. They don't want to be shoehorned.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, this game is designed to be at, – at this point, you have to look at this game and be able to say that, yes, it's been designed to be casual and competitive, but the competitive focus is going to be on turn one plays, right? So, like, you have to be able to look at it and see both sides of that, and you can see that in the player base. Because mm-hmm. um, if, if everybody was competitive in that league – I'm I'm guarantee you, ninety-eight percent of them would have that, or have a list built to straight counter these god crazy plays.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got 160 guys in this league. Not you don't have 160 guys trying to make top cut. (laughs) I mean, you got at least half of them are just playing to play the game. They can't play at their local store. Um, You know, there's probably. You know, 40 of these guys are probably new players. The, the guy I played round one had played like six games. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just you're, you're – it's such a mix, which was one thing that makes the league so great is it's yeah. for everybody. Um, but it, it's such a mix of casual, competitive, and, and everybody else.
1: Well, and, that, and that's the other thing to remember. Like when we play these games in this league that not everybody is playing, hardcore competitive – So when we bring some of these strategies in front of people who are like, like you played a a guy who had six games, he probably never saw some of the ideas that you were toying with. Uh, And he's like, holy shit. I just learned a world of knowledge from playing sooner.
2: Yeah, no. And I mean, that's exactly what it was. And the guy has played six games and I mean, I was super impressed. I mean, I was like, man, you're, you're, you picked up the game. Fantastic for playing six games. And I know he's already won one or two games after that. So, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's the important thing to take away from it. I know I get bent about dice and dumb stuff because like, I, I hate the random element and I want the structure to be what I want it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at the same time, when we sit down and play with new guys in the shop, or when we sit down and play with new people on TTS, you you have to separate yourself in those situations and remember that, and and use those. As, like it, so, it sounds condescending, and it's not meant to be, but you need to lo- use those as teaching moments to show people other aspects of the game. Um, and and, and that's and that's what we can do with it. Um, and, and then it's for that person to decide if that's the way they want to go into the game or if they want to stay in that casual mode, right? Like,
0: And I know that you guys are like happy, jolly. We love the community and everybody should have a chance to play. You know, that's awesome. But do you think that TOs start to restrict some of the stuff in future tournaments or are they just going to run with the AMG rules?
1: Uh, no, I know I'm going to do my own thing here at the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're doing a, a fantasy league tomorrow, a fantasy actually a fantasy tournament tomorrow. And we're banning uh, Hired Muscle
0: yeah.
1: Uh, just, be, just because we want to make sure that we, we keep that out of feel-bad moments for people that are picking the game back up. Because you you know as well as I do, we have a couple of guys who haven't played in a while and a couple of guys that are coming back into it that haven't messed with that stuff. And, and why bring it in in those situations when only certain people are going to be able to use it?
0: Like when you and Joey both use Hired Muscle on the same guy?
1: Yeah. 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 Two
0: times uh, You a guy guys are on the same guy.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You guys are freaking jerks, man.
1: No. <laughs> like, it, so, all right. The guy that we did that on was also a, a very competitive player. James is a very competitive player. Yeah, I'm player. not
0: saying he's bad or anything or that he doesn't know what but he's doing. James, but you you did use Hired Muscle on him.
1: I did. And, and But James also was like, oh, that's a really cool play. I, I never thought of using the card in that way. He thought of using it as in the way that we had talked about earlier, uh, sooner. Where he was talking about, oh, I thought of it more as just a late game card to move stuff around. I didn't think of busting the game turn one.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to get better in a, a miniatures game, there's not, there's no way to get better than by losing and learning from what you I lost. I disagree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I also played a widow bomb list the whole thing. Uh, last yeah, year, so, so I yeah, don't really it's like a say dick,
1: Chris. <laughs> fucking yeah. bombing people oh hey you thought higher muscle was bad here take 47 dice to the face <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less
0: consistent than <laughs> iron muscle so. so good stuff uh i think that covers all the stuff we wanted to talk about sooner unless you got any final thoughts
2: no, man, I think it's great. I mean, I think we covered turn ones, and we uh, hopefully we didn't come off too negative because uh, I just want to reiterate, I mean, the game is in a great state right now. Yeah. It is getting popular. Popular uh, Atomic Mass Games is doing a fantastic job by putting out these characters. They're doing an a unbelievable job with, card balance and making each character individualized and interesting so i mean i think that the game is just in in a really good spot right now
1: and they're putting a bulldog on a model like (laughs) yeah like what else i don't care like like That bulldog could be squatting and taking a shit. I would be playing it. I'm just saying.
2: You should um, mold yours to to be doing that.
1: I might. (laughs) Just turn the base into a giant turd. (laughs) I might. You know what? I might. I'm still
0: just as excited to play the game as when we first picked it up. And uh, some of these alternate rules, leagues and tournaments we're doing are keeping it interesting for me. I'm really excited for the league kit that's going to come out in March. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that'll cool. be an interesting new way to play the game so uh, yeah we sound a little doom and gloom with some stuff but I think we're all having just as much fun as we did when we first got into it so yeah. kudos It's it's yep. been fun and it's still fun to talk about so we're gonna keep going yep yeah. alright guys well that's it for us tonight thank you for listening uh, hope everybody's enjoying the bi-weekly schedule it's been fun to have a bunch of stuff to talk to you about so we're not reiterating stuff every week And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Go, Brady.